Beauty and Brains presents a work in progress. Your favorite weekly podcast all about navigating adulthood and adversity with transparency and vulnerability. Here, we highlight progress over perfection. You're listening to my personal professional development diary, where I share the highs and lows and the real and raw parts of the story that no one talks about. I'm your host, Breland Hunt, a work in progress. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are sound in mind and strong in spirit. Welcome back to A Work in Progress, the podcast. Welcome back. We're on episode 10, you guys. It's been a long journey, but we are still on our way. We are still a work in progress. Um, I want today's episode to be a little bit more chill. Let's just chat, okay? So it has been a week since the start of the new year. How was your first week of 2022? Let me know if you're listening here on YouTube, go ahead and comment. And actually, before we even get into the podcast, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, stop what you're doing, rate the podcast, five-star ratings only, and also leave me a review. I love, love, love to read your reviews. And thank you to everybody who has been subscribing, listening to the pod, um, commenting, sharing on your Instagram. That is my favorite thing ever. So thank you so much. Um, And comment down below if you're on YouTube right now, how has your first week of 2022 been going? Um, It's been a week since I've sat down right here. I am again filming, editing, and uploading on Sunday. I have got to stop doing this. Um but here we are. <laughs> so 2022, right? The new year. This is how do I want to get into this this topic, this conversation of what I want to talk about? Because this really came up because I'm like, dang, my first week was low-key trash. <laughs> I haven't even been able to stick to any of my goals. And sometimes I find myself being very like, oh, like the world is happening to me. And I really try and, you know, change my perspective into, you know, what, how is this happening for me? But sometimes, you know, stuff just, I'm still a planner. I still like to have control over my life, even though I know that I never can fully have control. I still try for some dumb reason. So let me update you on my week. So I started off in quarantine. (laughs) If you guys didn't listen to my last podcast, obviously listen to it. But at the end, I let you guys know that I did test positive (laughs) for Omarion. And um, so I was in quarantine. And at first I was kind of like not mad about it because I was like, this means a break from work. So I can really just kind of have like, I was literally calling it my winter break. I was like, I'm blessed. I have mild symptoms. I still, you guys can hear, it's like my throat is still, it's still sore, which still sucks. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? We're blessed. So I was really excited to take this as my winter break and really just like get my head on straight for the new year. Again, just sitting in the word and my word of the year and just thinking about, you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? And um, just the different habits that I needed to do every day, every month, So that way, at the end of the year, I'd be satisfied with what I wanted to accomplish during the year. You know, just New Year's things. So I tested positive. I finally got my results back on the 30th. So I had a little bit of 2021 and then that whole first of 2022 where I needed to be in quarantine. And I mean, there were some bad parts to it, of course. My sister, uh, I think I mentioned this. I probably didn't. Uh, She bought a house this year. And so... She was going to have kind of like a New Year's Eve party at her house. And I was really excited for it because when my brother had his birthday party this year, he had it 
at my sister's house and it was like all of his friends who have like known as like you know we've just grown up and then my sister's friends were there and like I said it was one of those times where I was like wow I am back home <laughs> like I said it's, it's really weird with this quarantine because I moved back home and I was like oh crap I don't have any friends here I haven't been here in six years I don't even know where to go I don't know what to do as an adult here but like everything was also shut down so I really haven't been able to experience Maryland or the DMV area like as an adult and this was one of those times where I was like oh like I could have like invited a friend here like my childhood friends or the friends who I grew up with my home base friends it's so weird because like I call them my childhood friends and then it's kind of like but now they're like my everyday friends and then you have new friends who are here in Maryland it, it, you know adulting weird life stuff um but yeah, at that time, Britt had just moved back. So I was like, I could have invited Britt to this. Like, what was I thinking? I'm over here like partying with my sisters and my brother's best friends and my friends could have been here. And then also Jasmine um, is still in town for like her winter break. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'll be able to spend New Year's with two of my best friends here in Maryland. And it'll be like in a safe place because New Year's, I personally just like to be in church. But if I'm going to go out, like, I mean, it's just so much, you know, it's expensive. Nobody really has a plan. And I just, I'm always surrounded by people who want to go with the flow. And out of all the days of the year, if you're going to go partying, on New Year's Eve, you cannot go with the flow. You have to book something ahead of time. You need a table. You need reservations. You need like everybody, literally everybody in the entire country is trying to go out that day. So it's like you have to have a plan. And as we've learned, I'm such a control freak that I always have to plan everything. And it's like, if it's up to me, we go into church. So I don't always have the best experiences going out with people on New Year's Eve, like for New Year's Eve stuff, because it's like we just can't find out what to do. People's budgets are different. People want to go with the flow. I want to control the situation because I want to plan it because I want things to go out well. So I was really excited because I wasn't going to have to go all the way to DC this year. I was going to be able to be with two of my best friends and I was going to be in a safe place. I know my sister. I know my sister's house. It's not too far away from my house. I was really excited for it. And then I was upset because COVID just ruined it. She didn't end up having it. Obviously, the cases were so high. And I think that when I was telling her, like, yo, I'm pretty sure I'm positive on Christmas, she was like, okay, so like, you just won't come. I was like, no, I think you need to cancel the entire thing. Like, I don't think she really understood. But again, maybe it was just because me being in the healthcare field, I was noticing the enormous amount of people who were testing positive at my job and who were canceling their appointments because they were positive and just the conversation like you know being in the healthcare field we all felt like oh these numbers are rising and they're rising a lot and it's really getting heavy and I guess maybe just at her job she just didn't realize like how serious it was um and so she ended up canceling the party and it just made me be like dang here we are in 2022 and we still dealing with the same crap like COVID is still out here ruining stuff. I really wanted to leave it in 2022. Like I said, I'm glad that I tested positive at the end of 2021 because it really just put like a bow on the crap of a year that 2021 was. And it just made me feel like, okay, of course, you know, everything was bad in 2021. My health, and again, I'm being dramatic for the sake of just overgeneralizing. If you listen to my last podcast, you know that I'm actually very grateful for the year for a lot of different reasons. But I am still upset that COVID is out here ruining people's lives. Um, and then I'm really upset because, like I said, my best friend Jasmine, she's been here in the States, like kind of for her winter break before she gets deployed to the other side of the country. And 
because I was in quarantine, I, I didn't get to spend time with her. And that's really upsetting. And I was like, I was trying to find a way, like even this weekend, we were trying to just, but our, our schedules didn't allow for us to see each other um, because I just had like that long quarantine break. And that was upsetting. And then at the end of last year, I kind of was all over the place. Like I just haven't had my stuff together for a long time. I haven't been doing my Sunday reset routines because the past three weekends were Christmas, my best friend's birthday, something else went on the week before that and then it was like you know Thanksgiving so yeah I just haven't really been like on my routine so I've been feeling very frazzled and one of the things is that I haven't been going grocery shopping I mean it's pretty self-explanatory I haven't been grocery shopping so I haven't been cooking at home so I haven't been eating healthy so I've been eating out a lot and you know just wanting to change my habits and just thinking about the new year going into new year with health I was like I'm not trying to be eating out for the new year so obviously as soon as I got tested positive I was like oh but I need to go grocery shopping because if I'm going to be home for a couple of days going into the new year like I, I need to be able to like you know cook some food because I really I literally hadn't been grocery shopping in like a month for some reason and I it's like little things but I was seriously battling like okay I just tested positive for COVID but I need to go grocery shopping and let me mind you that my mom went out of town the last week so I was out here fending for myself and we'll get into that later but I basically was like dang I have no food I have nobody to kind of help me out so obviously 21st century right you're probably thinking what I'm thinking Breland order your groceries no problem so I order my groceries and I don't know if it was the end of the year apocalypse like I received nothing that I asked for <laughs> Like they didn't have any lettuce. They didn't have any spinach. They didn't have any asparagus. They didn't have any Brussels sprouts. They didn't have any tomatoes. They didn't have any cucumbers. Like everything that I asked for, even just like to make a salad, they gave me nothing. They didn't have any chicken. They didn't have like, I was like, what is going on? So I tried to go grocery shopping. Sometimes they just don't give you what you ask for. I was in quarantine with no groceries. And so that really put a damper on my new year. Cause I'm like, I'm really not trying to eat out every day. That's just not how I want to start off my new year. Especially if one of my main pillars is like health and wellness, but I'm hungry. So I was really pretty frazzled for the beginning of the year. Again, it's not that big of a deal, but like, it definitely, again, put a damper on my new year. No groceries, no food. And then, shocker, I woke up one morning to a snowstorm outside. When I tell you guys, it was actually quite hilarious because I just was like in my own zone, like journaling and catching up on Vlogmas videos and like just generally resting and literally not eating. And so I woke up, I did my prayer, devotional, my quiet time. And then I, you guys see, I have my chair right here and I have a window that goes out to a terrace right here to my left. And so sometimes almost every morning, if I'm not like rushing, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'll sit right here and I'll look out my little window. Um, just to get some vitamin D through my eyes. I don't know. I just like to do it. And when I tell you guys, I literally mind my business. Like I have obviously a window right in front of my bed, but it has like blinds, not blinds. I mean, of course I have blinds too. What is it called? Curtains. I have like sheer curtains. So it looks bright outside my window, but I'm also like waking up a little bit later. It's like 9 a.m. And long story short, by the time I sit here to brush my teeth and I look outside the window and I see that there's four inches of snow while it's currently snowing, I literally spit out my toothpaste like, shocked. I was like, I didn't even know it was supposed to snow today. I had no idea. I really hadn't been paying attention to the news. I hadn't really been on social media. I was just kind of doing my own thing, just vibing. And I look outside and it's this thick, like just snow. And I'm like, okay. And this was a day where 
I also had stopped feeling any symptoms. So mind you, like I said, I was like really just like sick in bed. And that was the first day where I was like, you know what? I feel good. I think I'm going to try and go to the grocery store, run some errands. I needed like to return some things. Um, just little things. I was just like, again, going to just, I feel, I find myself really putting my own self on the back burner when I'm on my work grind. Like when I'm waking up on time, going to work, on time being there late at night coming back even if I like even sometimes I put so much effort into that that I don't do the other things on the outside that makes like life worth living like my exercising at nighttime or my Sunday reset routine and even just like again talking to friends sometimes I'm like yo I'm home I don't feel like talking to nobody I just want to watch a YouTube video and go to sleep and then I'll put myself on that repeat for a really long time to where that's why I end up being like yo I kind of like hate life because it's just not a life worth living and so but even just like I said little things like I'm like oh I have to return this I have to stop by FedEx or UPS or whatever like those things just feel like such a huge challenge because I'm on this like hamster wheel so I was like this is a great time while I'm on my winter break I'm no longer feeling sick um you know I can go ahead and run these errands and then snowstorm mind you again my mom is gone so I'm like I think this is my first time. I think it snowed last year as well. I do remember it. But at that point in time, I had went full time studying for the MCAT and I still didn't have my schedule yet because it was it always snows in January. So I'm over here looking around like, oh, I actually have to like leave the house, but I want to keep my distance because I'm, you know, quarantining but I need to get this stuff done because I'm gonna have to go to work soon and I want to go to work and I haven't really like utilized this time that I have off and child I have not shoveled snow I can't tell you guys the last time I shoveled snow let's rewind back to the days where me and my brother Raiz me and Rob Ra, and we would finesse the neighborhood with our little shovels and he would honestly he honestly played me okay he would put me to work and I would be shoveling the snow and you know he would probably be helping me too but I never saw that money <laughs> but I just we were making money we were together that's little brother little sister thing well big brother little sister things um but yeah I'm over here in this house by myself I'm like I don't even know where the shovel is you guys and I started off like, oh, okay, I'm feeling well. I started moving around and then I realized, oh, I don't feel well. <laughs> like I still felt really fatigued. I had a lot of chills and muscle aches, which was just like, oh, it just makes my skin crawl. Like these are the worst, I don't want to say they're the worst symptoms, but like those are the two symptoms that I just really did not enjoy. Um, you know, a little runny nose, a little cough, a little sore throat. It's like, okay, I'm a gangster. I can push through. But then body chills and body aches, it's like, nah, it's time to lay down. It's time to lay yourself down. So I genuinely could not fathom myself like getting up and shoveling the whole driveway, getting the stuff off of my car. I didn't know where the equipment was. My mother was nowhere to be found. She wasn't answering her phone. She was living her best life in Tampa, probably on a beach while I was just miserable, y'all. So no errands. But the good news is that during this time, um, I don't really know how to explain it and I was thinking about this earlier to myself you can see we just chat today but I was thinking earlier to myself about how I'm trying to balance being authentic and transparent and even vulnerable but to a certain extent to where I'm not oversharing and how it gets really hard when I'm talking about things that are going on in my personal life especially when life isn't great so if I'm talking about you know, my medical school journey and how I'm feeling and things like that. It's very hard to not, I mean, I could not share everything, but then it's like, 
what good is that doing anybody? Like if I ever tell you guys like, yeah, you know, everything is going great in my medical school journey. I'm just waiting. Instead of being real with you guys, it wouldn't have touched you guys the way that it did. And it wouldn't have released me. Oh my goodness. I need to get my book. Okay, back like I never left. So this is the book right here. It is called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. It is a New York Times bestseller and it's all about stopping the spiral of toxic thoughts, which you guys know I deal with a lot. So I literally started reading this while I was studying for the MCAT. It's been a year. Like I said, I still I'm about halfway through now that I finally actually picked it up and made it a goal for myself to read. But when she was talking about taking down the enemies of our minds, she said this thing, which I literally highlighted because I was just like light bulb, right? Okay. So it says, the classic mind trap is a self-fulfilling thought pattern in which our insecurity feeds our isolation, which turns into the lie that we are worthless and nobody really gets us or cares to. We feel unseen and unloved and to protect ourselves from further rejection, we won't let anyone close enough to change our perception. So I'm reading this and I highlight it like, exactly, <laughs> like you get it. Because basically sometimes like I mentioned before in previous podcast episodes where I can really find myself isolating myself and it's not necessarily that I feel like I'm worthless but I definitely feel like sometimes like people won't get it or people don't care and then I go into the spiral where I feel unseen and unloved and so it makes perfect sense that now 2022 is the year of love because I'm trying to undo these things I'm trying to spiral in a different direction and instead of trying to protect myself from rejection allowing people to get close enough to me in order to change my perception in order to give me a different perspective because as we know perspective is expensive it's worth a lot and I find that when I allow myself to be vulnerable to this community to you guys and opening up in just the right way you guys give me perspective on things that I normally wouldn't have received that perspective of and I say all this to say that I basically am kind of doing this like another rebranding in my head, which you guys are probably going to be like, Breland, stay still. But I can't explain this restlessness that I feel to where I'm like, I'm still not there yet. Like I'm still, you know, it's like I'm, I'm close. I'm close to, and it's, I understand that I'm never going to be there. Like, quote unquote there. And I understand that even during this season and time of my life, I'm not going to be what I what looks like I should be there. But this is going to make no sense because I cannot articulate my thoughts at this current time and I don't know why. But I feel like the starting point of who I am becoming doesn't start exactly where I am here. It starts somewhere else. Does that make any sense? I basically feel like and I, I kind of explained this to my other friend where I'm just, I'm redefining myself. I'm redefining what I feel. And Sarah J's Roberts, she actually had a sermon on this, which I just felt like it just hit so hard. Like it was just like, yes, I love her. It just made so much sense where I just feel like I'm in the stage of redefining myself and I'm just tweaking. I'm basically just tweaking until I feel like even if the starting place here is obviously not where I'm going to end up. It's the right place for me to get started. That way I can run the race. But I feel like I'm supposed to be running, you know, maybe a four by four. Y'all, I have never ran track. I'm so sorry if I just offended somebody. No, let's just say I was going to run 100 meters, right? I'm supposed to run 100 meters, but I'm like in a swimming pool, like with a bathing suit on. And it's like, 
no like maybe even you've been working out and maybe you've been doing exercises so like you're kind of preparing yourself but not for the right race like you're kind of you're kind of on the right path but if you jump in the pool you won't be doing what you're supposed to be doing and this is all about purpose right so I have this like new awakening to where I'm supposed to be tweaking myself in order to better be on the correct path of how God is trying to redefine me in order for me to walk in my purpose. And I'm just basically all these things have been going on in my mind. But it's so hard to kind of like redefine. And yeah, rebranding is not really the word because it's not necessarily a branding thing. It's going to come off as branding. But it's really core. It's really purpose. It's really, you know, yeah, it's purpose is driven. It's core. It's what I feel like God wants me to do here on earth. And I really feel like I should not feel so stuck and mad about where I am because everything that I should be doing right now should be in some way leading me towards the end goal. I'm using air quotes here, but basically I feel like I'm not even on the track. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm not on the track, but slightly need to tweak my current situation in order for me to better be on the path to actually run the race. (laughs) And so, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, y'all, if this doesn't make any sense. My point is basically saying that I wish that I could share exactly what it is that I'm thinking right now. And I mean, I could, but I don't think that it would benefit me or you to kind of like overshare and I'm not the kind of person that's just like I'm going to you know what is it called what people say I don't even know what it is because I don't even do it um working in silence I really don't work in silence because I just kind of don't care I just feel like you see what God has on my life you about to see what's about to happen and um you either about to get with it or get lost but there's times where it's like, okay, it's kind of too soon because even I don't quite know what's happening here. And that's where I'm at right now. When I know, you gonna know. When I figure it out, you're going to figure it out. But the point is, we're talking about my week where I just had this huge epiphany, basically. It's not going to make any sense until it makes sense. But it, you're going to figure out, oh my gosh, I'm one of those people that's like, you're going to figure out soon enough. <laughs> the point is, though, that um, I just had this huge epiphany, this huge light bulb. And because I finally had time to sit and journal and think and put something together. And I was like, ah, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is where I'm going to do it. And this is why I'm going to do it. And I'm really excited about it. And it's in the, at first it was like in the I don't even have a name for what exactly this is. I just know that it does. It started off as a feeling. It started off as like, I just don't like doing the things that I used to do anymore. I just don't like talking to people I used to talk to anymore. Something's not, it's not hitting. I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't feel the same. And now it's like, I have a vision. I, and I'm just really excited about it because there's nothing better than kind of like, being lost and then kind of being found like I said it's really really at the beginning but I'm just excited because I I really wanted to figure that out before 2022 happened but I did figure it out within the first couple of days of 2022 so my time in quarantine and being snowed in didn't completely go to waste Um, and I also really worked on my budgeting that's something that I'm trying to get into not get into but I'm trying to be more disciplined with my income because I've just been very willy-nilly especially this past year it's really crazy about how my income has just fluctuated so much especially like with me not working for so long and then me coming back to work and then like bawling out on life and then 
working really hard so it, it's just been a lot and I'm like I just need something to be a little bit more succinct I just need a little bit more structure to my budget so I created a budgeting plan which I've been literally putting off for months so I'm excited for that and then by the time all that happened and then the snowstorm was over it was time for me to go back to work and that's where I really want to kick off this podcast episode because y'all I returned back to work and I was immediately pissed off (laughs) I wish I was kidding I was immediately pissed off and it made me so angry for like multiple reasons the biggest one is that this is supposed to be the year of love and love and hate they don't mix they don't and it's like okay we talked about this last time in the ways that I feel like I need to grow God is going to put me in situations where I'm going to have to basically overcompensate that's not the right word but he's going to make me basically be a person of love and I you know have been in my word and reading all these different scriptures before I even chose the word love and now that I'm really reading it, I'm like oh my goodness yes I need to be more loving in my life and I'm like you know I was so zen and I just felt full of purpose like okay I know what I'm gonna do I I just had all these habits and all these things and like immediately as I started going back to work everything just kind of like crumbled within the first week of 2022 it was like I miss a day doing prayer and devotional because I basically overslept because I was so tired from work the day before and it's like the way that that job not only drains my body but drains my mind it leaves me to do nothing else I haven't been able to work out because I was like you know let me take one thing at a time you're just going back to work you're still feeling a little fatigued you know get your mind kind of like back to work and the next week you can get your body back to work but I still didn't have any groceries, so I'm like still low-key eating out. Um, I think I meal prepped dinner, so I at least had that. But I just was like all over the place, but specifically in kind of just like my attitude or my the way that I was approaching people who were doing me dirty, but now with the mindset of even though you're doing me dirty, I'm a child of God and I'm supposed to still show you love because how can I say that I love God if I don't love my neighbors? And I'm like... Um, now I'm mad now I'm mad that I know the verse it's like you you get mad when you know that she's supposed to do better but it's like how the heck am I supposed to show love to these people who and this is like 75% of my life how am I going to do this I'm always at work I'm always around these people and I don't want them to have this control over me to where he literally says like if you don't have love you have nothing And I'm over here like, I don't love (laughs) y'all. So at the same time, I'm feeling so torn because I'm kind of just like, dang, I was on such a good path. And now I'm like, this is going to be harder than I thought it was going to be. And like I said, I'm having in my mind these different ways that I want to grow and just better myself and these new habits that I want to create going into 2022. And like I said, I was kind of off of social media for a little bit around, you know, Christmas time because again, we talked about it in a previous podcast episode. So I'm thinking, okay, the waters have cleared. And mind you, New Year's Eve is like one of my favorite holidays because I love the fresh start. And so I normally don't feel any type of way about consuming content in that way. But I've just been not feeling social media this past week or two. Like, I just, I feel so weird. Like, YouTube was calm. 
after vlogmas like i said i was just catching up on people's vlogmas and all of that was kind of fine but like the new year new me rhetoric that was like on both Instagram and TikTok. I think that's what really got me. Like TikTok was my thing where even when I wasn't on social media for months, I started being on TikTok because it just felt better and the content felt fresh and it didn't feel like, you know, people were attacking you or that you were comparing yourself. And then I was like, dang, like I can't really explain it. I wish I had examples and comment down below to let me know if you felt the same way where everybody just has like in this new year, new me, things you need to do to like better yourself. And this is how you need to change and all these other things where I just, I felt suffocated being on social media this past week. Like I couldn't have a fresh start, but because I felt like I had like so much to do, if that makes sense, it was like, oh my gosh, okay, so I need to, obviously I need to work on my budget, I need to work on my eating habits, I need to go back to working out, I need to get back to praying every day and reading my Bible. I also have this huge thing where I need to like kind of fix my attitude and my heart posture towards love, even though I'm receiving like a lot of hatred and animosity towards these people who I have to show love to because like I felt like, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. It's already the first week of 2022 and I'm feeling overwhelmed and that sucks because I usually don't feel overwhelmed with like new year stuff I normally feel super inspired and like I said part of me does feel inspired part of me does feel like I have a gist of like where I'm supposed to go and I have clarity and vision and so I'm just like really conflicted right now. And it's just been really hard for me to kind of articulate what it is that's kind of like upsetting me or making me feel uncomfortable on social media. I kind of wrote it down as I feel forced to consume influencers capitalizing off of the mindset that people just want to be better right? Like I'm like, I just, I just want better for myself. I want better all around skin, body, mind, body, soul. I literally just want to be better. And I'm taking the necessary steps and again, creating those habits to become better in 2022. And I just don't want the, the feeling or the pressure as if better means your life. Like, People online were making it seem like if you want to be better, you have to do this, you have to have this, you have to want this. And so this is what you should want for 2022. And I felt like that was so hurtful for me because I don't want to want your life. Your life is not in the path. It's not on my path of my vision for my life, at least for this year. But I felt like, and again, this is just me. So of course I did an unfollowing spree and I was like, something about this stuff just ain't right. Like, why is my For You page keep forcing me to believe that like my life isn't good enough? Though all of these pages were starting to make me feel discontent with my own life instead of inspiring me to start or continue on my spiritual wellness journey. With that, I wanna take this time to answer one of your questions and kind of provide any advice that my life experience will allot to your current situation. If you would like to share your story with me, you can visit the A Work in Progress page on my website, reelandhunt.com, under the Beauty and Brains tab to submit your story. So this writer writes, <laughs> why am I living my best life? So 
the girls room the writer writes hi Braylon I hope you're doing well my question was how do you avoid comparing yourself to others currently living out your dreams and goals I graduated college this past spring and I'm taking a couple of gap years before I apply to medical school to fix my GPA hi welcome to the club I know why I'm doing it, but it's still hard to watch all my friends start their careers and move into a season of life I'm fighting so hard to reach. I'm very happy for everyone, but I feel behind. I get nervous and ashamed sometimes when people ask me what I'm doing because it doesn't sound special like medical school or new city, new job. I just want to be content in the season I'm in. I hope this all makes sense. And thank you so much for your time. Um, she didn't tell me that I could say her name or not. So I will just call you friend, friend. I get it. I understand. I am you and you are me. I really feel where you're coming from right now. And so that's what this episode is going to be about. It's really, I'm going to have a few comparison episodes because I feel like it's something that just always ends up coming up. But in particular, as you can tell by the title, we're going to talk about why you hate your here. Because this week, more than ever, I found myself being like, yo, I hate it here. Like, here. You know what I'm saying? And you know how we'll say that and we're just joking like, yo, I hate it here. Like, but I found myself like jokingly, but seriously being like, yo, like I said, I hate my job. Even like this, the, the position that I feel like I'm in, like the starting zone. And again, I say this lightly because I don't hate everything. I think that I just need to, again, switch my mindset. Um, I saw this quote on Instagram and it said, beware of destination addiction. The idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, or even with the next partner. Until you give up that idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. And one of my friends, I saw her kind of write like, I'm not chasing happiness. Even that mindset of chasing happiness puts you in the perspective of like that you don't have it. And so what I'm going to work on this week, because as we're work in progress, I'm just, I, I said all of that crap in the beginning to kind of let you guys know where I'm at. And I'll check in with you guys next week to kind of let you know where I'm going based off of this mindset that I, I want to change my mindset this week to think and to feel like I'm already happy that I'm already the type of person who can give love to people who are giving me animosity. I'm already the type of person who can stick to my budget. I'm already the type of person who's happy with how much money that I'm making because I'm able to stick with my budget. I'm already the type of person who not just disciplined, but in love with what she eats, how she eats for her body and how she's taking care of her body, both in the gym, mentally, how she's taking care of her soul. That is what I'm going to try and work on this next week in particular. I remember reading this quote that said, God wants us to develop in private so that we can effectively demonstrate our purpose in public. And I mentioned before how I'm in a cocoon season and that season is still here. I believe that we're going to break out of our cocoon in 2022, but are we going to do it in January? Probably not. So what does that mean? Where I'm at right now, I have to surrender to God and his plan and the process that it takes for my purpose to develop and to become mature. Because oftentimes, like we can recognize that God's plan for our life is unique, but we want to skip the process and get to the finished product of what he has declared over for us. That's where I've been at for like the last year or so, where I'm just like, I know where I'm supposed to be. Can we just get there? Can we just, can we skip to the good part? Ah. <laughs> 
only my tiktokers know what i'm talking about (laughs) but yes the hard truth that i am learning and i am growing to realize is that what god wants to do in and through our life is something that cannot be on display until it is fully developed in him and right now God wants to approve of me in private. He's not going to put me on anybody's pedestal if he cannot trust that I cannot take care of his people with love. Sheesh. That hits me hard because I'm like, why? But like every day he's giving me the answers. Like literally, this is why. This is why. This is why. Especially like I said, when I'm reading the Bible, it's like, this is why you have to dedicate this year to not just finding love, but expressing love, being love, having love, showing love, giving love. And I believe the reason why I've been feeling this discomfort is because being approved in private goes against our culture because we want everyone to recognize and validate what God is doing in our life. But God wants to approve me in private because there's something that he's working out in you that wouldn't be able to survive the public. I'm pretty sure it was probably my favorite Mike Todd who said just because everyone doesn't know it doesn't mean that you're not marked. So what are we learning? Just like everything, this is going to be a process. And what I'm realizing is that every process starts in the mind. It's like, I don't think that you can fully run the race until you have understood, until you have realized and then understood, yo, I'm about to run a race. Your body can't get ready until your mind is ready. Bonus points if your mind is already prepared for winning, if your mind is already prepared, actually before that, if your mind is prepared for the endurance that it's going to take to run the race. Am I preaching? <laughs> no, but, but really, it's just honestly just a check-in episode to say this week, I feel like, yo, I hate my hair, but it's just a reminder that I created this podcast because I understand that I am a work in progress. And what that means is that there is a process of preparation in private that God wants us all to work through before we demonstrate our purpose publicly. And so even though I'm in a place where I know that God has called me to do something greater, I know that I'm marked, I know that he wants me to experience something more than what I currently am, it just has to be enough for me to know that God has called me because nobody else is going to see it. Obscurity produces integrity. Your approval is taking place in private by the one who has marked you. So you have to have that mindset versus the comparison mindset. The mindset that you are comparing yourself to others, to their position. The mindset that you are either romanticizing your past or like me, romanticizing your future. I've done a little bit of both. Like I said, I don't usually struggle so much with comparing myself to other people. I struggle with comparing myself to where I feel like I should be, where I feel like I could be, or kind of like just when things were better, when things were easier. Like, for example, we could talk about my YouTube channel. I was thinking about today or yesterday rather when I was kind of writing an Instagram post and I was just like, wow, Beauty and Brains has been through a lot. It's not what it first started off as. And I've been through so many different quote unquote rebrandings, but just like structures to my channel. I don't know if you guys remember, but I think it was my junior year. It's my junior year because I was a banner girl for the band and I 
decided that I was going to stop vlogging and I was just going to do content videos but I was just going to specifically focus on doing like beauty videos because I was like I originally wanted to be like a beauty guru which I did at the time um but I also wanted to be a vlogger but I kind of just told myself like I never wanted to vlog like you guys forced me into vlogging because my vlog videos took off both were true I wanted to vlog, but I didn't want to only vlog. And especially at that time, I was being categorized like as a Spellman vlogger. And I wanted to like, I wanted to branch out of just being that one thing. And also I had like personal stuff going on to where I felt like vlogging wasn't healthy for me. So I decided to focus in on the content videos. And those are now all privated for my channel because it just no longer, it just, it didn't, it made sense at the time. And I'm glad that I did it because it was healthy for me and my mindset. Um, but it's crazy to think like those videos actually did well like I did hair tutorials I did makeup tutorials and I was consistent with it and I was doing well I had a lot of brand sponsorships like I was really out here <laughs> like doing that I don't remember it being hard now right now looking back on it I don't remember making that decision being hard or even just like the thought process for me then stopping vlogging and choosing to do content videos because I wasn't in the place in my life to vlog versus this time, which felt like an existential crisis to, for me to be like, I need to stop vlogging because I'm not in the place in my life to vlog. And I need to switch to some type of content video. But I was like, mm, obviously the beauty videos is not really what I want to do anymore. It's, it no longer serves me. It's no longer my passion. It's no longer, you know, whatever. So it's just so crazy to think about how sometimes where I'm here and I'm now and I'm kind of just like this is so hard like it didn't used to be this hard like YouTube used to be easy. I say this kind of all the time because I'm still adjusting just like how I'm sure you guys are as well to this new format, this new content, this the new effort, the new vulnerability, the new just everything that this is this is different and I'm not quite sure if it's better yet but I know that it's current. <laughs> Like it may not be better, but it is what it is. It is what I have to do right now. I believe that, you know, I'm touching people in a definitely different way than I was doing in my vlogs and definitely what I was doing when I was doing, you know, get ready with me videos with hair and makeup and stuff. So sometimes even if I just look at my old YouTube checks, it's very easy to romanticize the past or even as much as I say in private and you know, I sprinkle it in about how Spellman was very traumatic for me. Sometimes I still romanticize the fact that like I was a Spellmanite and I was, you know, vlogging, da da da. And it's like, girl, you used to be crying in your dorm room, but you press that your dorm room video is your most watched viewed video on your YouTube channel. Like make it make sense. What do you want? What do you want? Do you want a video where you feel whole and happy? You're reaching people, you're inspiring people, you're connecting with people, you have a community and the views are not as good. And maybe the paycheck isn't as good as as well or would you rather be unhappy and you know all those other things that come with the type of videos and the type of content that I was creating before and I really have to check myself sometimes when I romanticize my past I don't have that same discipline with checking myself when I'm romanticizing my future because that's the what if that's the well, of course, medical school is going to be better. Well, of course, it's going to be better vlogs, better content. Of course, my channel is going to blow up when I'm doing medical school vlogs. Or maybe you won't even be able to handle creating content at all. Like maybe you should just be happy that you have at least sometimes, even when it's hard to wake up on a Sunday when it's your only day to sleep in and record content and, you know, edit and upload on the same day or to take a day out of your week on a Saturday to upload so that way you can have just one form of content. And no, maybe it's not the two, three videos that you had when you were in grad school, but maybe one day it'll be zero. 
you know, I'm hoping that that's not what's going to happen. But I say that to say that the way that I struggle is comparing myself to my future self, because it's like, of course, you're romanticizing the future, you're not going to know the hardships or the things that you don't expect to happen. You don't you can't imagine them until they actually happen. So dreaming that you're already there isn't going to benefit you. And then dreaming that things are the way that they used to be aren't going to benefit you either. In the same way that dreaming that your life was like other people's lives are, it's not going to help you. And my work bestie, Glory, she really helped me with this this week because I was I was having a moment where I was just like, yo, I am so over this. <laughs> like, I'm so over of this pre-med thing. I have been a pre-med for so many years. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. Like, I'm ready to move on and if in this year you know this is just me talking outside my neck if this year if it's not moving on to medical school then it's going to move on to something else because I'm over it and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys especially who are in like this season of life as well again even if it's not specifically medicine and I love that we can connect with that if you're talking about law school if you're talking about pharmacy school if you're talking about being a teacher if you're talking about being a therapist you know there are so many different areas of life where we just, you know, again, want to be better, especially in our careers, especially when we're in our 20s. And we're just in this growing phase that it's easy to compare ourselves to other people feeling like they are on the path, they are doing things, they are living their best life. And the reality is that they're probably not living their best lives. There are people who are in medical school who are miserable that they decided to give up their 20 to do so. There are people who moved to LA and they're miserable that they decided not to stay at home and save money and instead now they have to constantly grind and or constantly be in the face of things. Or There are so many different people who are in the spaces who seem like they have everything that you want and they're not fully happy. Like your 20s are low-key I feel like just meant for you to be unhappy to figure it out and to figure yourself out and just to grind it out I saw this TikTok from this old man and he kind of talked about 20s versus the 30s versus your 40s and I'm going to insert that in right now I'm going to do one last post before this evening is over and it's because of a, a client that I saw earlier today and he's 28 and I was just talking with him about He's kind of frustrated with his life and hasn't accomplished what he's wanted to accomplish. He's not in a relationship, good looking guy, talented beyond belief, um, but he's not where he wants to be. And he gets on social media and he notices that other people have got their degrees or they uh, have advanced degrees or they're married or they're having kids already. And I was just saying to him, hey, trust me, I lived a long life. And in my opinion, the worst decade is the 20s. And that's a period when I can really be lonely. I can really have some dep depression. Our brains aren't fully developing until we're around 25, 26. We don't really know that well who we are, but it's also a, a stage when we can really make some bad choices, um, career choices, um, partner choices, um, having kids early, too early. Uh, there's all kinds of risks that go on when we're during that, going through that period of our 20s. Um, so I just try to tell people, be patient, don't rush it, um, and uh, and be careful of the social media because it can really make you feel like you're lagging behind, uh, you're never gonna amount to anything, uh, you're never gonna have a good relationship, and uh, and those things just happen. And they often are a lot more successful when they happen in their in the 30s they are when they happen in the 20s. 
I really liked that video and one of the comments on it that I felt like really again put things into perspective it's by Edel SP and they said it's tough after years in lockstep with everyone else school college and then the paths start to diverge. That was such like a light bulb moment for me because I'm like, that's the reason why we are having these growing pains in our 20s because I mean, yeah, sure, maybe people in, for example, for me, when we went from middle school to high school, the high school that I went to was science, technology and industries. So I majored in something in my college and I had to apply for it. High school. There are a lot of different high schools like that across the country, whether it's like a magnet high school or again, one that's like for science or one that's like health profession or even like um, for performing arts where there's that first distinction between you have to kind of like audition to get in or maybe it's, you know, um, a college prep and you have to have a certain amount of like GPA or your grades have to be good enough or your test scores. But most likely, a lot of people, most people don't really feel that shift too heavily between middle school and high school, where it's like, we're all on the same page. We're all moving on from one level to the next level. We're all moving on from pound ball to high school cheer. We're all moving on from AAU, well, that's super DMV, but you know, from playing basketball at the boys and girls club to high school basketball, you know, we're all moving on to these levels together. And then there was that first jump where a lot of the people made that jump together, at least where I'm from. There's a few friends who we make it to college. But that first jump, you know, we all kind of went to college together all four years. And that's when things started to get shaky because then it's, you know, you're president of this club. You're doing this. You're joining this organization. You're this team. You're this. You're this. You're that. And then by the time you left college, you had people who went straight into medical school. You had people who stayed for another year or two years, or three years, you had people who were starting having babies and getting married. And now it's like, whoa, 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 where are we? What are we doing? We're all now on our own separate paths. And I think now that's why it's so prevalent. It's so easy for us to compare ourselves because we're no longer on like the same playing field. And I think that that's okay to realize that this is why we're struggling with it because it's the first time that it's been so prevalent in our lives. But again, also realizing that what God could be working out for us in our own personal lives, again, in private is necessary for us before he demonstrates it in public. And what other people are displaying in public may be because God says they're ready for it, or it may just not be real. It may just not be the full picture. It may, everything that glitters isn't gold. And so what I try and do when I am in this comparison rut is to remind myself that I am worthy now. Not when I get a certain degree, not when I lose a certain amount of weight, not when more people know who I am or people know what I do or no, now. Simply because I exist, I am worthy now. Let's go ahead and jump into some kingdom keys because I believe that God speaks to us in various different ways. Starting off with Zechariah 4.10. This is one that always comes back to me. Do not despise the small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. If we're a work in progress, we can't be mad at the fact that we are at the starting place. God would not be happy with us. He says, do not despise small beginnings, but be happy because the Lord is happy just to see that you have begun the work. 
And we all know the familiar verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But zooming out, this was said by Paul to the Philippians to talk about how he remains content in all situations. So Philippians 4, 12 to 13, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret to living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty with plenty or little, for I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And then finally, the Message Bible says, actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, and with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty, whatever I have, whatever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Simply put, we become the most content with anything in our lives when we seek approval from God and not from others. God said, I'll be with you in the middle of the redefinition. I'll be with you in the middle of the change. You don't have to give up right here because God's power is going to be with you. You got to be willing to survive in this moment, to stretch in this moment, to grow in this moment. Because if you do not surrender to redefining, it doesn't change the fact that you're still going to be producing. God help me. Nothing God creates stays the same. That what I created, I already produced, I already deposited change in what I created. That means that if you are on this earth and you are not changing, if you are not surrendering to the redefinition, then you are going to produce. You just may be producing from your history when you could be producing from your destiny. But God says everything I put in the earth is going to have seed. It's going to be automatically set up for reproduction. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to get to heaven and give God exactly what he gave me. I don't want to be like that parable of the sower where the man who had one talent said, God, I'm just going to give you back the very thing that you gave me. I'm surrendering to the redefinition because God has been too good to me for me to get back to heaven and say, God, I didn't do anything with what you gave me. Instead, I'm going to undergo the process of being redefined over and over and over again until I look like someone who was made in the image of God. I feel my help coming. You see, when God created man, he says, I'm creating man to be made in my image. And yet you look like you. And if you look like you, then something has happened. Because when you are being redefined, you ought to start looking like God. There ought to be some areas in your life where you start looking more and more like Jesus because I surrendered to the process of redefining. Yes, I forgave so-and-so after what they did, not because of who they are, not because of who I am, but because of the process of redefining that I'm taking, that's taking place on the inside of me. I'm being redefined. I'm changing the way I speak. I'm reading differently. I'm listening to the different types of music because I'm being redefined. And when I'm being redefined, I need to be in an atmosphere that feeds the redefinition. We are going to end this episode off right with an episode affirmation to keep our spirits up and focused as we move throughout our day. Close your eyes, quiet your surroundings, and repeat after me. I am a confident, continuous work in progress. Today, I release my fears and open my mind to new possibilities. 
I find harmony in the changes happening in my life. I trust the process. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of A Work in Progress. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're not already watching the pod, don't forget there are video podcasts over here on youtube.com slash beautyandbrains. So join me over here and subscribe to the channel. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Breland Hunt or visit my website breelandhunt.com for weekly podcast updates or to contact me to share your story. Until next time, be sure to live each day to the fullest because you only live once and give yourself some grace. We are all just a work in progress. I'll see you guys next week.